Wow, he is worthy. There's only one worthy, amen, to open that scroll in heaven with all the seals, the seven seals, and that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. He's the Lamb slain before the foundations of the world. Uh, He always was and forever will be. Uh, Jesus didn't just appear on the scene. He, He was always there. You read the whole Testament, Jesus was always there. Amen. He wasn't a mystery. He was there. Uh, he's the God, true God of Abraham. He had to remind the Pharisees. He said, before Abraham was, I am. And I am is the name that uh, Jehovah God said, I shall be known uh, for all time. And Jesus proclaimed himself, that's me. That's me. I'm just appearing to you now as him. Uh, but they didn't receive him. Hey, man, but we did. Amen. Praise God. And that's who we're here to worship and him alone is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All right. We're going to have the kids dismissed downstairs to junior church. I hope they have a a blessed time. Amen. The Bible says if you uh, keep the the kids coming to Christ, uh, God's going to send some judgment your way. Amen. I'm going to watch out. So we got to bring the kids to Christ. Bring them in. Uh, Get the neighbor kids out. Parents don't go to church. Man, bring them here. Um, load up your car. Uh, if your car can fit three, load up five. Lap them up. That was the old days. I mean, you could lap kids up. Can't do that anymore, though. Uh, but uh, just get a bigger van or bigger whatever. Drive two vehicles. Make three trips. Uh, but bring them out to church. Amen. Let them hear the Lord. Uh, God may be calling on you to bring out kids. Uh, bring out people. Maybe there's an elderly person that needs to get out of their home. A lot of people get stuck in their home. My dad always called it a fish bowl. Ever see one of them little goldfish in a bowl? He swims around and around and around, and uh, we get stuck in our house. Well, you got to get out. Uh, bring people out to church, amen? They need to get away and escape life. And uh, drugs, alcohol, suicide, and, and perversion is, will never escape life. Uh, only Jesus, amen? And uh, we need to be here. This is out of the world. That's a church. A church is a called-out assembly out of the world, and that's where we're at now. We're not in the world right now. Uh, We're out of the world. When you go outside, then you're back into the world. And Jesus said, that's when you're going to shine. You're not going to shine in here. Uh, Amen? We're before the light. Uh, We're we're here to get rejuvenated and get our lights shining brighter. But when you go out, that's where you're going to shine. Uh, You don't need to go as a hermit. I don't talk to anybody because I'm the most righteous person in this world. Uh, You just covered your light with a bushel. Uh, But in your workplace, uh, people don't need to hear that you're a Christian. They should know it. There's something different about that person. They pray before they eat. Uh, They're always giving me these tracts from church, and they're always thanking the Lord, and uh, that's a light. Amen? Amen. when, when you do mess up, you say you're sorry. How many mess up and, and they think they're done? No, Christians mess up, but guess what? We get it right. And that get, getting it right goes further than the actual uh, not doing something wrong. Because people now see that you're just human. And we all are. Uh, but it's how you handle yourself uh, when a mistake occurs. Amen? Um, everyone makes mistakes, but how you handle the mistake is what makes the difference. Amen. And that goes as far as business also. Uh, how you handle the situation uh, will interpret uh, how wise you are and, and your walk with the Lord and everything. We're going to be in 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings chapter 17. There's only one perfect. That's our Lord and Savior. Amen. And when we get close to him, 
burns the sin off of us. Those earthly things just grow dim. You wind up losing uh, the connection to this world. It's hard to connect anymore uh, with the things of this life. Because the more you see heaven, the more you see that this world has nothing to offer you compared to what's ahead and compared to your walk with the Lord. And you become almost weary walking through this world. But that's why you need to allow the Lord to refocus you. There's no new job. There's no new car. uh, There's no amount of money that's going to fulfill what Christ can do in your very life in this service today. Amen? The Lord can work in you uh, greatly. Don't sell out. Uh, for what this world has to offer that is vanity and that will fade away. In 1 Kings 17, when you find it, if you would stand with me, we're going to read about Elijah here. I'm just going to read a few verses. Elijah, 1 Kings 17, let's look in verse 1. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand... There shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Now, Ahab was the king of Israel, and God was sending judgment because Ahab was very, very, very wicked. And the Bible says when the wicked are in authority, the people mourn. It does matter who is in office. And I'm not preaching about politics, amen, but that's why God commands his people uh, to just pray. It doesn't matter who's in there you got to pray. Your, our job is always to pray uh, for uh, our, who's in authority. Pray God will uh, uh, send the right person. Pray God, whoever's in the White House, pray that they get saved. Amen? Uh, pray that they turn to Jesus. Pray that uh, uh, all of our officials, whether what side don't matter, everyone uh, needs to get saved. Every person, every human being on this planet needs salvation. We all need to get saved. Amen? And thank God I got saved. And that's the greatest thing that can happen to anybody. The day you get saved, the day you become born again, uh, the day you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, uh, you get life within. Amen? And that life will never uh, die. That's eternal life. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. God commanded these birds, the ravens, to, to take care of Elijah. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for uh, the word of God. I pray, Lord, that you help us all in, in our calling of life uh, not to sell out. Uh, Lord, and we will easily, Lord, if, if any company came to us today and, and offered us a, uh, a, a package we could not refuse, Lord, we would sell out. Uh, Lord, the, the, the benefits, the money, it attracts us. But yet heavenly riches do not attract us, Lord. Uh, why? Because we don't see them. But Lord, help us to see uh, heaven. Help us to see the truth of the scriptures as reality. Disconnect us from this world permanently, Lord, and allow us to walk, uh, Lord, in the heavens with you. Lord, as we uh, are pilgrims here, uh, may we have a connection just to you and a disconnection uh, to this world, that we may see things clearly, that we may not have ties with the things of this life. Vanity, vanity, vanity. 
And Lord, I pray that we'll have uh, lives that are uh, pleasing to you and that will serve you the rest of our days. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Elijah here uh, called for a famine. Amen. He called for a drought. And as the years went on, three years and, three, and six months, uh, there was a drought. And it created a famine. Amen. And across America, we are calling for a serious drought. And people have said there's going to be a great famine hitting uh, this nation. Now, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I can't tell the future. Uh, but I can read the future. Amen. In, in, in the word of God, the only thing I do believe uh, that this world will come to an end. Amen. But we are delivered from any wrath of God. And the Bible says when you have the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, you're saved, uh, you are delivered from his wrath. And his wrath is not on his children. Imagine living uh, with the King of Kings in his palace, and his judgment uh, doesn't go to those who are within the palace. It goes to without. Uh, Amen? Uh, We are his children. We are his sheep in his pasture. Uh, he, we don't have to worry about the wolves when God is there. We don't have to worry about uh, what the king of kings will do to us. No, he is for us. And if God be for us, who then uh, will be against us? And thank God we are on the winning side. And you don't have to try to win. Uh, you, we already won the moment you got saved. Uh, you, are, you are a winner. The Bible says we are more than conquerors uh, through him that loved us. We are more than conquerors. Uh, by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, There's only one worthy, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in heaven, he opens up those seals, and seal by seal by seal uh, unleashes hell on earth uh, to this lost and dying world. And I don't wish one person, uh, no matter how wicked they are, to go to hell. I don't wish one person, the Bible says, don't uh, be glad at the calamity of your enemies. Uh, I'm not happy when uh, anything bad happens to anybody. Nothing. I'm, I'm never happy. I'm, never, I'm not happy when uh, something bad happens to, I believe, when someone is bad. I'm not happy about that. I, I wish that they would get saved. I wish that they would uh, see that there is a greater punishment ahead of them called hell. And I don't wish anybody to hell, uh, whether they're a serial killer, whether they're uh, uh, Why? Because the devil uh, attracts mankind and tempts and lures, and he can do it to each and every one of us and get us further and further away from God, and we will result and become who we really are inside. Amen. We are all wicked. The Bible says there is none that doeth good. No, not one. For all have sinned, and, and we fall short of the glory of God. We all need to be in the presence of God always. We ought to, you ought to try to be in your Bibles every day. You ought to spend time in prayer. You need to be before the throne of God, getting God's blessing on your life, getting God's uh, blessing on your decisions, uh, making rash decisions. The Bible says he that is hasty uh, in his decisions, uh, you're just wind up being a fool. You need to be, bring things before the throne. Allow God to direct your way. Here you have Elijah. Elijah called, uh, by faith, the Bible says, called for no rain for three years. And it went on for three years and six months. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward. Now, Elijah called for the drought. But immediately, God commanded uh, his provisions for his people. Amen? God will always provide. And provisions is the number one 
an issue that we all have dealt with. But let me say this. God will never allow not even one of his children to go hungry. Not one. Psalm 37. I have been young and now I'm old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed, that's his children, begging bread. Your decisions for God will bless even your children. Your decisions for God, you think you have to build up a storehouse for a famine ahead of you, even for your kids, nor his seed, begging bread. God will, because of your decisions for him, even take care of your children even if they're children like Job's children. Job's children were not good children. They partied every day. They, they squandered their father's wealth. But they were protected because Job every day prayed for him. And your prayer, uh, your pr- parents, your prayer for your kids goes as far as God's hand can reach. Amen? It'll allow your kids to even be protected. And especially your decisions for God. Your faith in God will allow your kids to have footprints they can walk in when they go through the hard times like you've gone through. Money will never secure your child's future. I don't care how many bank accounts you set up for them. That that what you set up for them financially may be what destroys them later on. But I'll tell you what, you set up God in their life, God will make sure they're taken care of. Amen? He is the only one who is worthy. He's the only one that can secure any of our futures. Elijah, the Bible says, called for no rain. Immediately, God uh, commands these ravens. Let's look in verse 3. Get thee hence and turn thee eastward. Hide thyself. God directed Elijah where he should go next. Get out of your comfort zone in your life, in order to obey God. That's going to have to happen sometimes. We get very comfortable in a little fishbowl when we think everything is going to be okay as long as we stay put. Listen, we only stay put as long as God stays put. When, you, when God moves, we move. Just like the children of Israel. When that cloud ascended, they moved. They didn't wait. As soon as it went up, they were gone. And they followed the cloud that led them through the wilderness. Amen? They followed the Lord's presence. They followed uh, the voice of God, that still small voice. Uh, They were able to block out the noise of this world. They weren't driven by news. They weren't driven by how much money is in their bank account. They were driven by their faith and how much they were willing to trust God that God was going to lead them to the promised land. God's ways are good, and God's decisions for you are good. He wants to take care of you. He's our Heavenly Father. He's our King. He's our Savior. And what kind of child, if they keep rejecting the care of their parents, they will never be taken care of properly. They'll wind up eating Sour Patches for dinner, drinking Coca-Cola 3 in the morning. Sometimes that's how we were growing up, amen? Amen. My mom let us run around 3 o'clock in the morning playing. Uh, I don't remember many dinners, but it was just like every kid for themselves in the house, right? I got my brother and sister back there. Uh, Coca-Cola next to the fridge, grab it, and uh, back outside, 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, running around, amen? 
Uh, but hey, the Lord protected us. Amen. We had a pray. We had a praying father. Uh, my mother, she, she did a good job. She was a praying mother also. Amen. But you know how the devil works. He gets in there and tears things apart and makes chaos. But thank God my, my dad, man, he, he just stayed with it, stayed with the Lord and prayed and, 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 and allowed us to get back to where we know we needed to be. Amen. And uh, thank the Lord uh, for the prayers of grandparents and prayers of, of, of family members. Listen, walk with God because people need you. People need you. You think they're far gone. They're not. There's no one far gone. God's hand stretches to the lowest parts of the earth. No one is far gone. You think their mind is far gone. God can restore a mind. The word of God. You say their mind is burnt out on drugs and alcohol. God will restore their mind. The power of the word of God. We've not seen, we only use 10% of our brain, amen? God, God's word is powerful. We've, none of us have seen the power of God's word. None of us. By a few words, God created everything we can see. And we still study everything today. And we're, the scientists are always making new breakthroughs of what they discovered. They're only discovering what God just boop, created like this. Amen? And I'm not fascinated by what they discover. I'm fascinated by this. You say, scientists uh, made this new uh, thing or they discovered this. I don't care about that. I don't care. It doesn't fascinate me. Amen? I already read about it. God created the stars. God created the stars. Yeah. We teach the, the, the kids the sun is a star. The sun is not a star. God made the, star, the sun as a light. Then he made the stars. So I, I want to tell them that. They're, they're, they're studying it wrong. They need to read their Bible. Amen? And uh, maybe they'll get some things right. But listen, we need to stay with God. God here, Elijah did a step of faith. Elijah was the prophet of Israel. And Ahab was going wrong. And Ahab, uh, he was becoming unthankful. Uh, we, we get lifted up. You get a position. You get a job. Next thing you know, uh, you, you don't have time for God. Uh, you, get, you get some money in your pocket. Next thing you know, you think you're a king. How about the income tax season? Amen. Oh, food on me, everybody. TVs, couches, video games. You know, live it up, right? And it, we, like, we love to indulge. It's the me time. I deserve this. I work all year. I get this check. Amen? And listen, we're just human, all of us. Uh, we think we get to uh, have moments of pampering, right? But... The reality is, God is the one who gives us life. And we need to keep our focus. And I'm not saying, listen, I'm all for you eat and enjoy the fruits of your labor. Amen? You work for it. Uh, God's blessed you. Hey, you ought to, you ought to, you ought to uh, uh, enjoy the life God's given you. But be thankful for it. Don't ever forget who gave you life. Don't ever forget who gave you the hands to work, the mind to perform those things. And when you're thankful for something like that, you're going to wind up giving God more, more of your time, more of your talents, more of your treasure. It ought not to draw you away from God. 
it ought to bring you closer because you're thankful for him. Lord, thank you for giving me these things. What now can I give back to you? That's true thankfulness. It's not a word, it's an act. The word of the Lord came unto him. Uh, immediately, God uh, turned Elijah to his providing hand. Immediately. He commanded him to go to this brook uh, near Jordan, the river Jordan, before Jordan. And then he commanded in verse 4 the ravens to feed him there. Now check this out. Verse 6, the ravens, the ravens brought him bread and flesh every morning. Every morning, uh, Elijah got a sausage biscuit. Now the Bible doesn't mention vegetables here. It just says bread and flesh. Flesh is meat. Amen? Now, in the Bible, when you see meat, a lot of times it's, it's just the word for food. But here we see flesh. That means real meat. Amen? So you got bread and, and meat. Amen? Uh, so I'm, I'm going to say a sausage biscuit in the morning from McDonald's. Amen? And check this out. And bread and flesh in the evening. You know what? That was a good cheesesteak at night. So every morning he got a sausage biscuit from McDonald's. And a cheesesteak at nighttime. Elijah was doing all right. Now, where these ravens got it, I doubt. I doubt these ravens were baking bread. These ravens were stealing. They were thieves. These were ravenous birds stealing people's food. Amen. But God giveth and God taketh away. But you have, you have somebody out there that was unthankful. They, they stored up all this uh, food for themselves, and this is all mine. I, I'm, I'm all taken care of. I'm going to uh, tear down my barns and build greater barns, as the Lord said. And, and the Bible says, that day thou full, thy, this day thy soul shall be required of thee. Why? Because he wasn't looking to God. He wasn't willing to take what God gave him and just give it back to Christ. Amen. We're afraid sometimes to allow God into our life. God's the one who gave you life. God's the one who set you up and commanded you to be taken care of. And then we become fearful that God's going to take it away. God can do anything he pleases. But we have a man here who is just easily led by the Spirit of God. He's not easily led by the world. He's not easily led by his uh, lack of faith or foolishness. No, this man, Elijah, is easily led by uh, his faith in God. Amen? The Bible says, And it came to pass after a while, verse 7, that the brook dried up. Does God's provisions dry up? Will God stop providing? Will anything good in our life end? No, not when you're with God. God always has a plan. God was not providing. Uh, he's not limited to this brook. You say, well, there's a drought. There needs to be water. Uh, he's got to have water to live. I, I got to have, Lord, I can't do this because I, I, need, I need money to pay my bills. I need money to live. Do you? God is the one who gives life. You don't need money. You need God. Amen? Can money buy uh, your children's security? Can money buy your, uh, your family's protection? Can money buy uh, you happiness? 
Can, or can just money pay uh, for your bills, which are just run by some other company? Money comes from the world and just goes back to the world. But what comes from God, uh, we often just forfeit and we overlook, and that is the most important thing. We need to look to God and see how good he is. Uh, Elijah wasn't looking at the brook. Elijah wasn't looking at the ravens. It must be pretty nice, the man, to be fed by the ravens. Elijah, God called for, uh, or God listened to Elijah when Elijah called for this drought, and God sent him to a safe place, a place of rest. While everyone was frantic and in turmoil, and you had somebody out there that stored up all these things, I'm set. And didn't think of these birds coming and grabbing it all. We don't think about everything. The devil can hit home in your life one day. The devil can, I've known some good families. They thought they were all set. And then the brook dries up. Stuff crashes. You think everything is okay, but then the brook dries up. Elijah wasn't trusting in the brook, though. He knows everything on earth is just temporary. He wasn't trusting in a job. He wasn't trusting in his strength. He was trusting in God. Elijah is the one who called for this to happen. And immediately God steps in and takes care of him. God is rarely early. Rarely early. He's never late. He's just always on time. God will see everyone through, no matter what happens in his life. But we need to look to him. We need to have eyes and heart now, so when that time, the rough times come, we're able to hear from God. We're able to hear, God, where would you have us go? Go to Jordan. Go to the brook. I'm going to take care of you there. During the pressures of life, are you able to hear the voice of God? God can command the ravens and they do it. God commands us and we don't. God commands the flowers to bring forth the beauty. God commands us and we don't. God commands uh, the rocks to cry out, to sing praises to his name. God commands us to sing. And we don't. A people that are called by his name. God will oftentimes send something our way to get our attention. But we got to remember the verse in Chronicles. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will heal their land, will forgive their sin, will heal their land. Amen? My people. We are God's people. If you're saved, you have the Spirit of God in you. And you have to live for Him. We get to live for Him. It's not a must. It's an opportunity. It's a blessing to live for the true King of Heaven. God commanded the ravens. They did it. The brook dried up. You know, God will allow the brook to dry up in your life. Allow to remind you that it's not the job you had. I know people, and even in my life, 
things were just good. Making money, everything good, and then the brook dries up. Doesn't mean you lost a job, but there's just emptiness. There's just emptiness, period, in this world. You'll never be happy in this world. But those who are led by God, God's not going to say, well, you're stuck here at this brook. No. Immediately, God comes and says, arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Here God commands this widow woman. First the birds, now this widow. And God got to choose, the Bible says, in the book of Luke chapter 4, that there were many widows in Israel at this time. But God just chose this one widow woman to sustain Elijah. Oh, more work for her? Man, the more work you do for God, the more blessings come in. This widow woman was to, and her son was taken care of through this whole drought. Why? Because she worked for God. When you move for God, God will take care of you. When you try to survive on your own, you are on your own. Amen? But anyone that can hear the voice of God and obey God, no matter what, God promises he'll sustain thee. He will never allow that foot to be moved. You know, the Bible says in Psalms 42 that he will command his loving kindness. Sometimes we get down. God will command his loving kindness to come wrap you up. We serve a good God. God will command his mercy. Remember the prodigal son when he returned? The father commanded his servants. I believe those servants are love, forgiveness, mercy, grace, compassion. Because when we return to God, he just surrounds us with all those things again. It seems like extra. When you sin, it's that love that brings you back, and he just surrounds you. Why? Because God commands it to be so. His commandments for you are good. We just got to trust in him. When the brook dries up in your life, uh, are you willing to move for God? Uh, Elijah in this brook was, I would say, enjoyed it for a little while. A little time out. He had his hands back in the grass. Uh, he had a nice flowing brook. He had birds bringing him all the meals. Amen? Bre uh, bread and, and meat in the morning, bread and meat at nighttime. Nonstop. He probably said just, uh, what do you think, Murdoch? Murdoch's a nice name for a raven. Murdoch, just... Just drop that burger right in my mouth, buddy. I don't feel like moving right now. Amen? And they were just making round trips. Stockpiling all this food. You see this guy uh, by a brook with a stockpile of, of all this food. That's what Elijah did. That was Elijah. And so is us when we're blessed by God. We stand out. And people start saying, you know what? I will, I'll serve God if I have what you had. But you have no idea. You have no idea. Uh, well, you don't, I don't serve God because I have what I have. Uh, I serve God because he's God, and he gave me what I have. Amen? And I'll give it right back to him if he calls on it. I've made a decision as a pastor uh, 
I've been running a business now for 15 years, my business. 15 years. And I'd like to announce to the church that I will be giving it up and going full-time as a pastor. It's the first time. It's not because it's dried up. It's a booming business. It's a money-making business. Um, it's a heating and air conditioning business, and it's, it's a lot of hard work. Um, I've got a very good customer base, but I'll tell you what. As God told Elijah, now I want you to go and do this. You see, God told Elijah to go to the brook, and you get to a point where it becomes all about you. Elijah had the food, he had the water, but there was other people that needed him. And God says, no, now I want you to go to Zarephath. There's a widow and her son. They're on their last drop of food, Elijah. Let's read it. Verse 10. So he, went, so he rose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. The Bible says that God had already commanded this widow woman uh, to sustain him. So he knew when, she, when he called on her, bring me some water, she went and did it. She, this woman was a godly woman. She was obeying the voice of God. She wasn't obeying Elijah. She was obeying God. God had already put it on her heart. This is what I want you to do. Elijah came, and she did it. She was going to give of her last resources to God. That's what she was going to do. And she was willing to do it. She wasn't going to be greedy and just for her and her kid to to survive. She said, Lord, it's yours. Lord, it's yours. And you open up what you have for God, whatever it is, your talents. There's three T's, time, talents, and treasure. You open that doorway to God. God will bless it. God will bless it. Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water. She went. Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel. Verse 12. And she said, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. Elijah, there's a woman on her last drop. And how many people all around us are living their last breath? What we can do for God, God will send a little drying of the brook in your life, a little emptiness. Your job might be going good, but you say, there's something more that I need to be doing. There's something a little bit more I can do for God. You know, there's people hurting around you that need to hear the name of Jesus. There's people in your life uh, that you need to be a light to. And there comes a time where you, where you're, uh, you just are fed up with just laying there and, and having the, uh, all the, the, the Slurpees, lattes, milkshakes, and burgers, and steaks, and just feeding your flesh all the time. You say, there's, there's got to be something more in my life. 
There's got to be hurting people around me that I can reach for Christ. Lord, use me. Use me for something more. Use me. And not just me, but all that I have, use it for your honor and glory. God says, get up and go. There's someone I want to take you to. It's not for her to sustain thee only, but Elijah, the widow woman, and her son. They would have all died if either one didn't obey God. Now, God would have worked other stuff out probably. But what I'm saying here is that if you just obey the voice of God in your life and be led by him, how much he would do with you. There comes a time where the brook will dry up in your life. And that's the time to get up and go. Get up and go for God. Get up and go to, because he has something better for you. He has a next step. God's not just going to leave you at the same plane. He's going to take you to higher ground each day. Each and every day. Till you're walking on the clouds with the Savior. Till we meet him in the air. Amen. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Girls, Richard, could you sing that song again? Where's Richard at? One day the trump will sound. The trump will sound. And all that we have on this earth, you could stockpile it high, you could stuff your mattress till it's packed with $100 bills, but it'll all burn up like this. And you're going to say, I wish I had given him more. I wish I had done more for Christ. Say, I I need to take care of myself. I I need to store up all these things in my life. God will provide for you. And he'll, he'll even give you more abundant above the provisions. He always does. He's a good God. But this world will leave you empty. If the brook dries up today in your life, are you willing to move for God? You say, I can do more for him. The brook has dried up for you then. It's time to move. It's time to do something good for God. God has someone for you to reach. Let's listen to the song. Come to the altar. I'm going to be down there. If you need to pray, if you need to dedicate your life to Christ, if you need to get saved today, uh, whatever you need for the Lord, you come down. Do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting through? We do. Do you wish that you could see it all made new? We do. Is all creation groaning? It is. Is new creation? coming it is is the glory of the Lord to be the light within our midst 
Is it good that we remind ourselves of this? It is. Is anyone worthy? Is anyone whole? Is anyone able to break the seal and open the scroll? The Lion of Judah, who conquered the grave. I'm the slave. Is he worthy? Is he worthy of all blessing and honor and glory? Is he worthy of this? Father truly love us. He does. Does the Spirit move among us? He does. And does Jesus, our Messiah, hold forever those He loves? He does. Does our God intend to dwell again with us? He does. And open the scroll, the light of Judah, who conquered the grave. He was David's root and the lamb who died to ransom the slave. From every people and tribe, every nation and tongue, he has made us a kingdom and priest to God to ransom the Son. Is he worthy, is he worthy of all blessing and honor and glory? Is he worthy of this? He is, he is, is he worthy? He's worth it. We can give up for him. Amen. Let's close in prayer. Father in heaven, Lord, uh, we, we uh, take this time, Lord, I pray. Let's all stand, if you would. Uh, Lord, we uh, stand for you at this time, Lord, and, and just let you know that you are worthy. And, Lord, I pray that we will live, uh, Lord, out that worth in our life to show people that you are worth living for. Lord, every sacrifice 
we make is nothing compared to the sacrifice you made for us. But Lord, may we at least try and attempt to give uh, some things that, Lord, are of no value, but Lord, they're valuable to us, uh, Lord, in this world. Lord, uh, I pray that we would give them to you, though. And Lord, uh, the more we give to you, I know, the more we'll bless. You'll bless us, Lord. Uh, give and it shall be given unto you. And you can't outgive God. Give and it shall be given unto you. A good measure. Uh, pressed down, shaken, running over, the Bible says. Lord, I pray that you would give us a fullness of life as we seek uh, the life giver. Lord, give us uh, grace and strength uh, to the one who's all powerful. Lord, we thank you. Lord, for all you've done for us. And we dedicate this time and hour to you. Lord, may you bless all the men in the church. Lord, may you bless all the women in the church. May you bless the children. Lord, may you bless our families. Father, uh, as your children, we need special grace and strength in these last days. And I pray, Lord, that you would, uh, Lord, just instill in it in us and we'll get a hold of your feet, Lord, and come to the Savior and get what we need from you. I pray, Lord, you'll give us special grace to do so. Lord, I pray you'll let our lights shine bright and may they go forth that all people may see that there still is a God who cares. And may our life be a testimony of that. Lord, despite of who we are, you have conquered and prevailed in our lives, and you saved us. And Lord, if there's anyone here who does not know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, may today be their best day. May they get saved. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, you may be uh, dismissed, and, and uh, make sure you come Wednesday night. Try to come Wednesday night, 7 p.m. God bless you. Pray for me, amen, as I make that, uh, I've already made that decision, but pray everything transitions well, and uh, I love everybody here, I'm praying for you.